We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's time to talk about some freaks. It's quite an intro to the show, right? But that actually is what we are talking about today uh, for Notre Dame. Today, we're Ryan Roberts. That's right there. That guy right there. That's our uh, Irish Breakdown's director of recruiting. And also me, the publisher at Irish Breakdown, Brian Driscoll. And we're going to talk about the freaks list. I, Ryan, I, I kind of thought your intro to the article you wrote today was was kind of fitting. You know, it's like, hey uh, – for all you draft nerds and college football fans, like this is kind of this annual rite of passage ever since he started it. And it's the Bruce Feldman freaks list. Mm -hmm. And uh, Notre Dame had three players on the list, which is one more than they had a year ago. The interesting thing is, Ryan, if you actually take last year's list, both of the players from Notre Dame on last year's list are back. So Notre Dame's roster will have five Bruce Feldman freaks. And we're going to talk about all of it. We're also going to talk about, you know, some guys that we think could maybe be on this list, could have been on this list if they maybe played more, or maybe guys we could see down the road. And we're going to have some fun uh, kind of talking about some of the recruits that we are going to discuss that we kind of think could be on this freaks list down the road. And we'll try to be we'll try to be real specific with it, you know, like just not name like every guy that's a good athlete, you know, but guys that we think have some kind of freakiness to them. And the, the thing I like about his list, Ryan, it's not all, okay, who are the fastest guys? There's right. some of that, you know, there's some guys that are just freaky fast. Then there's guys that are like, you know, pound for pound athletic, you know, uh, you know, so that guy runs a four, two or a four, eight. How's that freaky? Well, he's 330 pounds. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it, it's a lot of fun to, to look at it. So I, I enjoy this list, Ryan. I really do. And, and you know, look, there's things we're going to disagree with as with everything, but I really respect, and there's things that are like, okay, come on. Well, you and I had a fun conversation about, like, come on, Bruce, you know that's not accurate, right? Like, you know that that's not what that guy ran. But I love the work that Bruce Feldman puts into this. I really respect, because it, it takes a lot of time. I mean, he's got guys from, like, Old Dominion on there. Like, what was the Chattanooga, Princeton, right? Chattanooga, like, I mean, he's yeah. got kids from, like, I think there was a Harvard kid on there. So it's not like he's just calling up the SEC schools, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Michigan, and he's like, hey, guys, who you got? I mean, he's doing work, and I I, I really respect it, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah. let's dive into it, Ryan. Bruce Feldman released his freaks list. We're going to talk about Notre Dame players. We'll talk about Notre Dame kind of some other you know opponents that are on there. 
And then, of course, we'll we'll, we'll have some fun with it, kind of some of our opinions about some of the other guys because, you know, we always have to offer our opinions on things. So, <laughs> Ryan, first guy on the list, it's not going to surprise a lot of people. Talk about pound-for-pound pound athleticism. Cam Hart checked in at number 38 on this list. He was the highest-ranked Notre Dame player. Yeah, and, I mean, a couple of the things that – that because this was a, this was kind of validation for me, Brian. I don't know if it felt like that for you because we've been talking all offseason like, hey – Cam Hart's faster than you think. Cam Hart is a crazy athlete, a stupid athlete, and he shows up as the first Notre Dame player on the list. Bruce wrote that at six foot two and a half, 205 pounds. The Maryland native has remarkable tools, broad jumping, 11 foot two in the broad, 32, I'm sorry, 38 inches in the vertical jump, while also hitting 21.7 mile per hour on the GPS during practice. His lower, his power clean peak outcome which i'm actually not sure what that means 2490 pounds is also one of the best on the team so right i mean we're talking six two and a half 205 pounds 11 to broad is a absolutely ridiculous number that is i mean anytime you're over i mean what did kyle hamilton had like 10 11 last year right? he, and he was a 38 inch number. vertical right kyle was a yes. 38 inch vertical and a yep. 10 11 and it was longer than what so so Bruce is not if you if you track the combine with Bruce's freaks list, the combine isn't normally quite as good as the freaks list because you're getting this information from coaches and strength coaches and all those type of things. But still, Kyle, we all know that Kyle's an explosive athlete, right? And he had 38 inches, and Bruce said that he was at 41.7 last year, which you and I discussed. Kyle was about 10 pounds heavier in the combine. He's like over 220 at the combine. And so that could kind of factor into it. But you know, his his jumping numbers, explosive numbers were really good for a six foot four, 220 pound guy. He was at 38 mm-hmm. inches and I think 10, 11 on the broad. So if Cam Hart's in that range, that is really good. The number that stood out to me that kind of was the validation for me. Yeah. Was the 21.7 miles per hour on the GPS, Just which lying. translate <laughs> at least into the four fours for me yes. you know and, and so it again it backs up kind of what we've seen that this kid can flat out run and he's six two and a half 205 pounds so he's not your your that's, normal cornerback that's the most impressive part of the whole conversation is we're talking about a six two plus corner that is doing those types of things right and he also for verified measurable sake has over 32 inch arms so we're talking about heights we're talking about length we're talking about weights and we're talking about absolutely incredible speed and explosiveness i mean yeah. i agree brian like it, that number is going to translate, if it is correct, to a 4-4-something athlete at that size, which mm-hmm. NFL scouts are going to be salivating over that. But I'm telling you, man, 11-2 broad is a freaky yeah. number, man. Like, that's why – that's the one number what I saw on the list with Cam Hart, and I was like – because I was like, oh, you could have told me, like, 10-10 in the, in the broad. I would have sure. been, like, super pumped about it. 10-11, cool. Anytime you're over 11, that is a stupid number, man. Like that is that just illustrates the type of athlete that Cam Hart is, which is very good. Very good athlete. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, it, was, it was definitely fun to see a Notre Dame cornerback top that list, which was, was very nice to see. I also want to point out, Ryan, you know, I went with the dark IB shirt today thinking, well, he always wears the light one, and I don't want to be matchies today. You literally got it in the mail yesterday, and you're already rocking it. <laughs> this is I, I will say this. This is my favorite new IB. Uh, this is my favorite IB um, uh, outfit, ensemble, whatever you call it. The favorite thing that I have, man. It fits great. I mean, you should go to the, the you should go to the Irish Breakdown store right now on the site if you haven't gotten any yeah, of the merch. I mean, I it's actually very think nice. this color they're actually I think they're they're currently out of no, it's the the gray they're currently out of stock of, which mm-hmm. is a bummer. They're going to fill up here soon, but yeah, they're currently out of stock of. But I just had to point that out. I was trying not. I was purposely trying to not match today. If, uh, but if, it if is if a good I, if, shirt. If I could push back on you for a second, we FaceTime earlier and I was already wearing the shirt and you I didn't even, put that shirt but I on. couldn't see your shirt. You FaceTime me like this. I had to look at your whole face. So oh, I knew yeah. you had the hat on, but I didn't see your shirt. So I'm just saying I was wearing the shirt first was all I was saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I, I have mine all stacked up. So I kind of throw it on right before the show starts. So yeah. You got me on that one. You got me on that one. Number two on the list, Ryan, for Notre Dame was a a, a bit of a surprise for me that they had not, not that we don't see it, but you talk like Cam wasn't validation for me because we've seen it on the field. This Mm -hmm. one was a little bit validation for me because we've been talking about him so much this offseason and he's a bit, I don't say controversial, but there's a lot more debate about it. That's Riley Mills checked in at number 56, which is pretty high. And for a guy that's 292 pounds, Ryan, so it was uh, – there were some things on there from a strength standpoint that were like, wow, if that's accurate, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so, like, he's a big guy, right? 6'5", 292 pounds. I think we have 293 on the official roster. So mm-hmm. he is a humongous man. And I think any picture that you see of him, Ryan, like the 420-pound bench press shouldn't shock you too much. I mean, he's obviously spends his time in the weight room. I will say this, though <laughs> – with the context of the fact that he has long arms, though, 420 right. is, is pumping it, man. That's a, that's a really that's a really good number. The thing that was really interesting for me was in both the hang clean and power clean data that they had, they said that it both bested Isaiah Foskey, and it bested Isaiah Foskey by, like, a decent margin. A couple hundred pounds. Those. Yeah. So when you look at that, you're like, oh, he's, he's explosive, too. Yeah. Like that explosiveness there. And to kind of verify that, I was almost – I almost fell out of my seat looking at this number. At 292 pounds, he was clocked at 19 miles per hour on the GPS. That is dumb, yeah. man. That's that's really, really fast for 290-something pounds. Like, Cam Hart ran 21.7. That's a fantastic number on the GPS tracking. 19 at miles per hour for a 290-plus pound athlete, that is – yeah. That's more impressive, in my opinion. Like that is a silly, silly number for. So for the mm-hmm. people out there that, and I know we've had the question a couple of times, like, is Riley athletic enough, explosive enough to play defensive end? The answer by these numbers, if they are all legitimate, the answer is yes. Yes, he is. That is a crazy, crazy mm-hmm. number for a player that big. Because they had they had uh, last year when when Isaiah Foskey was on the list, they had him down as a twenty point eight miles per hour, which is 
is freaky fast for a guy that's an edge player, 257. You're adding almost 40 pounds to Riley Mills and and getting in the 19s. That, like you said, that's a really impressive number. And the it, it, I, I, the important thing for me, Ryan, it wasn't just the power numbers, because mm-hmm. like you you and I both know, I don't care if you're high school football coaching D three football, D one football, NFL. There's going to be guys who are weight room freaks that can't play football, yeah, or can't move right. And and to see him with those crazy power numbers, but then also clocking into 19 miles per hour, that sort of it answered a concern I had this offseason. Like, is Riley going to maintain his twitchiness, his qu- his quickness, or not twitchiness, his explosiveness off the ball that we saw in high school at 290-plus yeah. pounds? These are offseason numbers. These are from the summer. These are not, like, numbers from, you know, when he was a freshman before he put a bunch of weight on. Yes. So it just is another reason why we're really excited to see Riley Mills and- this year. We had a question yesterday about, or two days ago, I forget which one it was, where someone asked the threats of putting too much weight on a frame, right? Like how it can affect him. This is a great, I think, example of the fact that Coach Bayless has watched Riley Mills and kind of had an understanding of what weight can he have on that frame while also still keeping that explosiveness. So we're talking 293, playing defensive ends with these types of explosive numbers. Obviously, it has not hindered his explosiveness at all. If anything, it has accentuated it. So I think this is a great example of understanding how much weight you can put on a frame. I think that's what you're seeing right now with a Riley Mills. And I, man, if you were if you weren't juiced enough, uh, juiced up enough to see what Riley Mills was going to do this year, waking up to him on the freaks list was a pretty awesome surprise. I mean, like you said, Isaiah was what forty five last year on the list, some crazy number like that, like in the forties, I think. Yeah, and, and it was like. Seeing that, I'm just like 45. Wow. Yeah, 45. Yeah. They had see, Kyle see, Hamilton number three. Yeah. Isaiah Foskey 45 and Chris Tyree 75 were the three for last year. I need to talk to Bruce about our two guys not getting back on the list, by the way. I get Tyree because of the injuries. Sure. He didn't produce a whole lot last year. But Foskey not being on it was especially with some of the dudes we saw like in the 90s, like dog, you could have pumped, you could have bumped that guy off. Hundred percent. Like man, yeah. part of me thought, like, well, then maybe only maybe they try to max it out, which I actually would like if he did this, like, hey, we're gonna go to three per school, right? And I, I know it's not a true top one hundred, but at least it, you know, because otherwise it's not gonna have like eight guys from Bama or you know, right. that kind of thing. But he mm-hmm. there was a, two teams with four, so you should have at least mm-hmm. got Foskey in there, but uh, it, it is what it is. But yeah, there's definitely some guys in there like, yeah, I think Frosky's a little freaker than that too. But it was still, <laughs> you know, threes tied for tied for third because you had two teams tied for first. So they'd have been the third team. Wisconsin and Michigan. And that's right. kind of thing is like you look through it and I was like, what when you got to the top 40, like 20 over 25% of the top 40 were Big Ten guys. I'm like, oh, and he works for Fox. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, look, I get it. Notre I Dame is it. tied for a second, okay? Yeah. Wisconsin had a punter on their list. I'm not – I refuse the <laughs> sorry, punter shouldn't have been on there. I'm right. sorry. 100%. You know? 100%. Third guy on the list, Ryan, uh, is as I knew – when I saw this one, I was like, oh, I can only imagine what Ryan's reaction was. Because Ryan has – you know, Ryan has chosen to die on a couple hills this, this offseason, and we all do it, right? And, and sometimes we, we – we, puff our chests out victory at the end of the season and other times like yeah i don't remember that i i don't know what you're talking about i don't remember ever saying that that guy was going to be good but ryan has been on the lorenzo styles hype train all off season and talking about just a guy that's going to break out have a big time season we've talked about his polish and his ball skills he's a high football iq player 
But Lorenzo Styles is not a guy that Ryan thinks is going to be a star this year just because he's a high IQ football player. Mm-hmm. This is a kid that's got some athleticism. And the numbers that they had on him for the GPS and the explosive numbers and and were, wow. I was, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, this one, honestly, this one was the one, Brian, because, like, you could have told me Riley Mills made the list at some point. I would have been like, okay, that, I mean, sure. Lorenzo Styles was the one where I was kind of like, wow, I wasn't really expecting that one. Because, like, I thought he was a good athlete, of course, I mean, on film. But then you see some of these numbers. And the one thing I love about what Bruce does is he gives you a lot of background information as well. So he started talking about, like, his dad playing for Super Bowl champion Rams back in the day in the 99-2000 season and, you know, a little bit of – how he finished off the season against Oklahoma state with the eight catch for 136. So I just really like how researched he is in this kind of conversation, but the numbers that he put out surprised me a good bit. Bet, squatted 510 pounds this off season. Okay. Not crazy. I get it for a 195 pound kid. That's it's really a great impressive. number. It's a really good number. It was a bit long legged as well. Cause squat yes. is the equivalent of bench. If you've got long legs, it's a little bit, cause it's just longer motion that you got to go up and down. Yep. That was impressive. And, and he's explosive on film in tight spaces. So I was like, okay, I, I, I can see where that explosiveness would come from. You know, like he's a good squatter. Cool. Broad jumps, 10 and 10, ha- 10 foot, 10 inches and a half. So that is nearly an 11 foot broad jump for again. And I think the context we need to remember, it's only going to be a sophomore this year, right? Like he's still a very young player who's still growing into his body and still getting more explosive. That's a great number. And again, the what the the squat number with the broad jump, I'm like, okay, those things are kind of intertwined. That's where explosiveness comes from, right? I'm like, cool. This one though, Brian, this is the number that I stood at and I was like, oh, okay. 22 miles per hour yeah. on the GPS, man. Faster than Cam Hart, who we anticipate yeah. being a four-four type of athlete at 217, 22 miles an hour. Yeah. That's moving, man. That is moving. So we have not only explosiveness with the broad and the squat and the squat number. He's also pretty fast, fast. Pretty fast player. Well, let's get some context, Ryan. Like, you know, we like to, we like to put things in context and Chris Tyree was on that list last year. Chris Tyree, uh, Bruce Feldman said his max speed on the GPS is 22.3 miles per hour. That's Chris Tyree along with a 4.3140 and a vertical jump of 40.9 inches. That's what he said about Chris, about Chris Tyree last year. A 10, 10 and a half broad jump is not quite 40 inches. And when it comes to like, you know, translating, you know, 10, 10 is, but a 10, 10 can be close to a 40 inch vertical jump. So the explosive jumping numbers are similar in the same ballpark, but then you start talking about the miles per hour is, is right behind Chris Tyree of 22.3 and then 22.0. Those are very close comparable numbers. So you're talking about Chris, if Chris Tyree is a four, three, one, that puts Lorenzo styles at the very least in the low four fours, which you know, again, I don't want to get too ahead of myself and say, I mean, 0.3 in the GPS is means it probably translates more to high four three, Ryan, but at the very least low four fours. So when you start seeing that with the strength numbers, you start getting a little excited about what Lorenzo Lorenzo Styles could be this year. If he can just, you know, again, be more forceful, you know, play mature for a sophomore, all those type, be consistent, those type of things. But the there's no doubting the talent. Yeah, I, I think the one thing for me is that, like, I watched him on film last year, and I'm like, that looks like like a high four four type of athlete, like four four seven, four four eight, maybe around four five zero. But then you see that number, and you're just kind of like, whoa, man, that's like one of those numbers that kind of takes you back a little bit. Because again, Brian, 
he's only a sophomore, right? Like he's right. going to get faster. He's going to get more explosive. So seeing those numbers, it was a great surprise to see Lorenzo Styles because I thought he was a good to very good athlete. Wasn't expecting to be on the freaks list this year, though. So mm-hmm. that's it. that was yeah. a really cool thing to see is that now people can kind of be like, oh, wait, Notre Dame does have some speed of wide receiver. I thought they had a bunch of bums, right? Like mm-hmm. they, they, they got some dudes. They got some yeah. dudes. They'll be all right. They'll well, be okay. it, it just kind of backs up what we've been saying is I don't know how good Notre Dame is going to be this year, but if they're not good, it won't be because they don't have speed. And, and that's the whole thing that we've been talking about. I mean, you talk about Cam Hart being on the list. You talk about Lorenzo Styles being on the list. Chris Tyree was on the list last year. I mean, th- this team's going to have athleticism and speed. Now, will they be great football players? They play as a team. Will they execute? All those type of things. Yeah, okay, that's a that's a, a legitimate question that we can answer some at some point in time down the road. But the, there's no debating. There's no debating that there's definitely speed on this football team. And, and that's what I kind of like. Like, I would honestly rather see that than like Foskey, Riley Mills, Jarrett Patterson, you know, like the bigger guys, like, you know, Jason Adamiola. Like, I'm glad that there's like receivers and corners on this list because it, it kind of backs up some of the, the stuff that we think and we have heard about this list. So I was, I was very pleased to, very pleased to see that this year. And they finished, I put it in the article and it's on irishbreakdown.com if you want to go take a look, but they finished. Tied for so they had three schools that they were um sorry they had four different schools that they were tied with 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 three different players on the list it was Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Cincinnati, and TCU who always has some stupid freaks on this list TCU strength program is you know they they put out some guys over the last few years but Brian being in the company of Alabama, Georgia, Clemson on this list and Cincinnati even mm-hmm. that's a good place to be in too just kind of like a quick note that they are. They're up there with the big boys, which is nice to see as far as having the most athletes on the list as well. Yeah. So as we kind of look at Notre Dame over the last two years, you talk about five guys coming back uh, from last year's team. And I'm, and I'm kind of looking at, I'm looking at some of these and just kind of seeing like Ohio state last year had master Teague was their only guy last year. So they've got two guys on the list this year, right? So Marvin Harrison and Tyleek Williams, who's a big defensive tackle. Uh, Master Teague from their last year's list is gone. So you're talking about over a two-year stretch. Notre Dame's got five guys on there. Ohio State has two. This is just a Bruce Feldman's list. It's not like, oh, Ohio State, they're not nearly as athletic as Notre Dame. Not the point. I'm just making the point that you know this is definitely a team that we're seeing. gets. They're more athletic. We knew that. But now they're getting more recognition for being more athletic and more explosive. And that's what makes this really a, a lot of fun. Right. A lot of fun to kind of start thinking about talking about. And these lists are always a blast kind of going through them and seeing different guys on there. You know, like, oh, they got so and so ahead of that guy. And, you know, it, it's it's a lot of fun to it's a lot of fun to go through these lists. And there were repeats from last year, too. So, again, I, I'm going to yeah. push back on the fact that that they didn't have Isaiah Foskey on this list. I know. I was I was kind of surprised that they didn't have uh, Zach Harrison, the most athletic defensive end that's ever list. Uh, yeah, and he wasn't he there. wasn't on the list last year. I don't. He think, wasn't. Right? After no, running uh-huh. like ten eight in the hundred. Yeah. that was. I'm just telling you. I'm looking. I'm like I'm looking at the list now, and I hit, uh, you know, look search for Ohio State. Hit Control F, Ohio State, and mm-hmm. there's only one. Master Teague was at nineteen. It's interesting. So, which I kind of thought was was strange. They said he ran a four three five in the forty. Do you remember what Master Teague did at the Combine? Wasn't he yeah, injured a lot he, last year? I, I don't think he was invited to the Combine. Or Pro Day then. Correctly. He was like 4-3 uh, something, 4-3-5 okay. or something. So that tracks. Because I, I, I like those things. I like kind of looking at, okay, how did, a, 
how did a guy do? Yeah, Master Teague, they had him as a 4-4-4 is the official time. Mm-hmm. So, and and he also, as I said, he was banged up a lot last year too. He wasn't sure was. healthy last year. Yeah. So, because that's why he wasn't the player he was the year before, and and so that was an interesting one. But yeah, he and he's really I'm big Master Teague fan. Like in the last couple of years, just as a person, yeah. he's a kid that I've really come to respect a great great deal. So, hope he does well in the NFL and stay healthy. So, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how how this continues to project moving forward but it, it is it was fun to kind of look at this list and be like okay uh this this is uh this is this is fun to watch ryan did you have some you had some thoughts on like obviously you had some opponent stuff on there just kind of looking mm-hmm. through the list you sent me uh, clemson yeah. had three guys so they were the highest of Notre Dame's opponents mm-hmm. and so you had uh and they had some guys who were ranked high like i think they had uh, I, I believe all three of their guys were ranked ahead of Notre Dame's guys. I believe they were. They were. Uh, I think they were all in the top thirty, if I remember yeah, correctly. Because you yeah. had Mason Miles Murphy was number three overall, mm-hmm. and they had him down. Just like kind of for comparison's sake, they had him down at six five two seventy five, and uh, his uh, power his uh, deadlifts were five oh five, power clean three thirty five, vertical jump of thirty five inches. And said clocked in the high four fives according to the Clemson coaches. I think Miles Murphy's a freaky player, but I don't. I, I'd be a little surprised if he's a, a, a four five. But yeah. he's a he's a yeah. pretty athletic dude. He's a pretty explosive dude. Did you Brian Breezy at fourteen? That's at, what I was going to say. Is yeah. Brian Breezy at six five three ten? They had him in the four sevens in the yeah. forty yard dash. Like whoa, yeah. man, whoa, man. But they only had him as a thirty inch vertical, and those two things just don't really track really well with me although it can be difficult with 300 pounders because i think jordan davis had a really like a sub 30 vertical jump last year correct uh at the combine i I think he snuck into the 30s i could be wrong i'm looking i'm trying to find his numbers now uh see his vertical 32 yeah i thought it was Mm -hmm. 28 for some reason so 32 and he ran a 478 so with 300 pounders it can get a little bit tricky it doesn't quite translate if you told me an athlete ran a 47 and he was a like a receiver, and he had a thirty-inch vertical. But he's not four-seven. He's slower than that. <laughs> right. Big guys are a little bit different. And then the third guy on the list was Trenton Simpson, who was 29th. And they have him down six-three, two-forty, with a ten-two broad jump, vertical jump of thirty-five inches. And they have him. They say he ran in the high four threes, which it with which includes a ten-yard split under one-five. I'm not impressed by the ten-yard split under one-five. Notre Dame has a freshman tight end who did better than that two months after he had his ACL surgery. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to eventually let that go. I'm going to eventually let it go, I swear. Um, but, you know, he's another kid. I, that kid on film is explosive. Like, I don't yeah, know he, if he's a 4-3 or not. I don't really care. All I know is when that dude's on the field, he moves. He moves. I, I, I've heard it, I've, I've heard other people tell me 4-4 four flat, four, four flat to 4-4-3-ish. Four, four, so, like, I, I believe it, man, actually. He plays that Isaiah Simmons role, and honestly – Trenton Simmons is a is a Trenton Simpson, excuse me, is a better football player than Isaiah Simmons was coming out of Clemson. Cle- Isaiah Simmons was probably a little freakier, but yeah. Simpson is a incredible player. He's a really talented kid. He plays that overhang yeah. role, though. Yeah, I, I would say my I guess my only pushback on that would be I would say Trenton Simpson's a more natural linebacker. 100 percent. I think Isaiah Simmons was a better football player because you just do you could do so much with him and he was so incredibly productive i mean at his size 6'4 230 he was playing safety half the time and he ran into four threes yeah it was like like you said he was freaky athletically 
But it just like again, their front seven. We've been saying it all off season. We think they're going to have the best front seven in college football this year. Because yeah. I mean, Tyler Davis, I, I believe KJ Henry is still on yes, their team, is. correct? And yes, he's a, yes, he is. if it wasn't for Murphy and Breezy, people would be talking a lot more about Tyler Davis and 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 KJ Henry. I mean, those are those are good football players. So and, it's going to be Z- fun to Z- watch. That Xavier Thomas is a depth yeah. player. At this he's supposed point, to exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I really hope he's healthy and gets back to kind of where he was. He, he's a good football player. He, he was a, never. He he had a good game last year. I it yeah. was like one of the last games of the yeah. season. I was like, oh, that actually looks kind of like the old Xavier Thomas a little bit. I yeah. Like it. yeah. I hope he gets back. He was always a little like you say he's overrated. He shouldn't have been like the number one player in the country, but he's a really good football player. And, and sure. I was like, I don't I don't ever like seeing guys not pan out because they have injuries. You know, mm-hmm. that's never that's never fun. Some other guys on the list, Ohio State was next on the list. They had two guys, as we mentioned. Marvin Harrison Jr. was number two on the list. By the way, for those that uh, are unsure, Lorenzo Styles is not Lorenzo Styles Jr. So I just want to point that out to people. He is not Lorenzo Styles Jr. His mom made sure to let me know that. So he is not Lorenzo Styles Jr. Bruce Feldman correctly had that written down. But Marvin Harrison is Marvin Harrison Jr., Mm-hmm. And and he uh, he was on there, checked in at 6'3", 206, did 22 reps on the bench for a receiver. I'm going to have to have to see that one. 394 shuttle time is moving, period, I, I just, much less I, for a 6'3 guy. I just I talked to a former scout on that one earlier, Brian, and he said that would be the fastest that he's ever seen for a 6'3 plus wide yes. receiver, like just a ridiculous number. 3'9 yeah. is incredibly quick. The shuttle is the one where you start in the middle, you run five yards. There's so you start in the middle, there's a cone to you five yards to your left, the cone five yards to your right. So you start in you one run direction, you touch that cone, then you go all the way back to the other cone. So it's like five, ten, five, and mm-hmm. and you get it. Like if you're if you're six three and you run like a four two, a four one, you're moving, you're pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You start getting into like three nine four, that is that is really, really good. Yes. So he he had exceptional numbers, and and I'm and I'm trying to look. I'm going to pull up Kevin Austin's numbers because Kevin Austin had one of the best shut, pro shuttles last year in the combine. Mm-hmm. Kevin Austin was a four one five, which is was really good. I think he ranked as one of the. I, if I'm I'm trying to find it, but he was one of the. I'm to look at the combine results around, but he had one of the very best pro shuttle numbers at the combine of the, amongst the receivers at a four one five. And similar body types, although Marvin's a little longer than Kevin Austin is. And usually, mm-hmm. the taller you are, the the you know, because it's it's quick feet, right? I mean, it's you're a longer guy, you like the long strides, things like that. It can be a little bit problematic. And then they said he topped he he topped out at 23 miles an hour on the GPS. I'll believe that when yeah. I see it. Like that's because yeah. honestly, like if, if and again. Sometimes guys aren't great 40 yard dash runners if they play fast. And I do think right. Marvin Harrison plays fast, yes. Junior, but. He's not like running a four two something in the yeah. That's like a that's like a four two type of athlete. Like right. that's insane. Right. Yeah. yeah, but he is fast. He can yes, run. Yes, he is fast. He, he is run. fast. Sure, he can yeah. run. And then they the other the other uh, guy they had was Talik Williams who checked in at number sixty six. He's a defensive tackle. Uh, he's a big kid. They said he's down from three fifty to three fifteen, and uh, had a ten yard split of one six two. And a and ha- he said he's in the past that uh, let me see here what they said about him. They had they mentioned Zach Harrison, who they had down as a 10-7 meter. He says, but Williams is the one to keep an eye on. So they didn't actually give any numbers for him. They just said he's except for the one six two ten yard split. So that's a little bit of a curious, curious one to kind of look at. 
Yeah. Uh, but then you had some individual players. You, your team, you, Elijah Higgins was very high on the wrist. That's a guy you and I have talked about this offseason, Ryan, for mm-hmm. Stanford, who's like a 6'4", 230-pound wide receiver. And actually, in here, he lists him at 6'3", 240. He was and 240 this spring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he said that he's topped out at 21.5 miles per hour on a 56-yard touchdown catch and run last year. So that uh, sounds like he's healthy. <laughs> if if that is true, then that's bonkers, man. Yeah. Like that's someone's gonna look at him as a tight end, like a move tight end, and be like, Yup, you're the guy, man. Yeah. Like, can you imagine r- r- linebackers trying to run with a yeah. guy that can run that fast? Like, that's insane. Absolutely mm-hmm. insane. Yep. And then uh we had USC had uh Andrew Voorhees was in the 90s. Okay. And then Syracuse had a fullback, Chris Elmore, which I'm like, come on, man. You got that 290-pound fullback on there over Isaiah Foskey. Like, that's one of those ones where I was like, come on, dude. They should have at least – Syracuse should have at least, like, done, like, Sean Tucker with, like, his track background or something. Yeah, this guy was number 100. They had him down for benching 410 pounds, squatting 620 pounds, and hang cleaning 310. Like, nothing about how he runs. He's 6'291". You're 6'291". You're going to have short arms. You should be able to bench 410 pounds. Uh-huh. Like, come on, you're a six foot, 290 pound pull, fullback. If you can't bench at least th- 400 pounds, why are you on scholarship? I don't understand. <laughs> so some, there were some like that, that I looked at, I was like, come on, man, come on, Bruce, you're reaching here. And then, uh, yeah, I think that was it. So just one guy for USC, none of, no, no, none of the fr- receivers or any of those guys made the freaks list, uh, this year. I'm actually curious if they had any guys last year that might be coming back. So who, who were the guys that USC had last year? Drake London was on it at number 60. That was it. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, very. He ended up having a pretty good year. <laughs> so until he got hurt, he was a pretty good player. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's the list of players they had. Iki uh, Ekwanu on there last year. So that was uh-huh. he had a ended up having a breakout year. How many guys? Is, I know Cincinnati had several guys on there. I mean, I know MyJ Sanders was on there. Desmond Ritter was on there. I, you have mm-hmm. to think that Sauce was on there, right? Alec Pierce was on there. Nope. Uh, MyJ no Sanders was twenty. Alec Pierce was forty six. This is the one I wanted to see. He jumped eleven feet vertical jumped. Uh, he broad jumped 11 feet, vertical jump 40 inches, and ran a 4.45 in the 40 and a 4.14 in the shuttle. So he actually improved upon his numbers yes. at the combine. Because yep. didn't he run like a 4.41, I think? 4.41-ish, yeah, yeah. something like that. So, yeah. and, and his vertical was really impressive. So he was the other guy. And then the third was Desmond Ritter. Who tested well. He ran like 4.5-something at the combine. Yeah, and they so, had him yeah. here as 4.55. So yeah. I like seeing those translations. And the reason I point that out is because – you know, like we, we joke, like there's sometimes you're like, yeah, that guy ran a lot faster in college than he ran at the combine. But yeah. the more you see these things kind of translate, the better. And that's the encouraging well, thing. Because then maybe that's... maybe Chris Tyree is a 4-3-1. Maybe Lorenzo is running 22 miles an hour in the GBS. What that tells you is what schools you can trust and what schools you can't. That's right. That's, that's what that tells you. 100%. That's right. 100%. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's the list. Uh, Ryan, let's well, kind of well, just go ahead. Ryan, can, before we end it. Can we? We're not ending talk- it. Right, I, want, I we- wanted to talk about just some other thoughts of, from the list. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, I ruined your transition. Then. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. It's all good because I know how excited you are talking. I was not going to be dirty and not let you talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about some other guys that, and some other thoughts and observations we had on the list. I know you had uh, some really strong opinions on the on the the you know Michigan should be really good this year because they are Ohio State's in trouble, man, with all these freaky athletes that Michigan has. Boy, I tell you what, Ohio State, they might be in trouble this year against Michigan, um, I said sarcastically. They had Mozzie Smith, number one. Now, for Notre Dame fans, that's a the guy they remember because Notre Dame recruited Mozzie Smith. And there was a time when it looked like Notre Dame might have a shot to get him, ended up going to Michigan. 
But some of the stuff they had there on him was just like dumb. Yes. Like them hopping up the steps and, you know, and it's just like, come on, man. Yeah. I'm not even going to repeat too much of, of the other testing for him, Brian. I mean, it's, it's all pretty ridiculous. The number that I wanted to really hone in on and dissect for a second. Okay. So first of all, Mozzie Smith, six foot three, listed at 337 pounds. So he's a big boy. Number 58. If you haven't watched him on film, the number that was thrown out there for his vertical jump was 44 inches. I'm going to say this again. His vertical jump was 44 inches. But he only broad jumped 9.4 and a half. Yes. I, look, I I don't even want to. It like, might have been a miss. I mean, honestly, it might have been a miss, right? Like they meant to write 34 and they, they misread it, you know. Like or, 34 yeah. would be a great number for 337 pounds. 44, that's the greatest athlete of all time. Mozzie right. Smith, if those numbers are real, is going top 20 in the draft next year. <laughs> And and ran a six nine five in the three cone drill, which is pretty good. Which is pretty which good. Is really good. Really size. good. Yeah. So you just kind of look like I'm going to look at the NFL draft last year, the NFL combine, mm-hmm. and that would have tied him. See here, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth at the combine last year with Jack Cone. Kyle Hamilton ran a six nine flat. Yes. Like. You know, you got corner, safety, safety, receiver, receiver. Kyle Hamilton or uh, Kevin Austin was fifth with a six seven one. Aiden Hutchinson six seven three. Uh, safety, quarterback, safety, defensive end Trayvon Walker six eight nine. So you're telling me Trayvon Walker is barely quicker than Mozzie Smith? So yeah, I had a I had some interesting thoughts on that one. Yeah, that that's what the freak list will have us believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now they did have in in and so so I'll I'll give I'll play kind of like devil's advocate a little bit. Uh-huh. His number two guy on the list last year was Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. And he had a monster year and, and mm-hmm. went out and did some really good things last year for them. So you know maybe uh you know maybe he's there you know maybe he's ready for the breakout but. His combine numbers didn't quite live up to sort of what Bruce had last year. So, like, Bruce had uh, Aiden running in the low four sixes with a mid-30 vertical. The mid-30 vertical is accurate. He had 36-inch vertical. But the low four sixes, he ran a four-seven-four at the combine. Yep. And uh, did not do bench, which most kids didn't. He had him down as um, uh, in the three-cone at – he said he had the second best three cone on the team at six three seven. This or no, uh, Quiddy Pay did. He said this offseason Hutchinson was second best with six five four. He ran a six seven three at the combine, which is, which is really good. Which is still like, really good, but really made, good for a kid that big. They made that number a little bit mythical. Yes, 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 and that's kind of my point. Is is the thing? That, I guess the thing that is, if they're pumping them up, like you don't need to. Like Aiden Hutchinson last year had I think the fifth best shuttle like see six best three cone time at six seven three. The guys ahead of him were Kevin Austin, Calvin Austin, Tyson Anderson from Toledo, who had great times, Dax Hill from Michigan, and Zion McCollum, corner, safety, safety, receiver, receiver. And then after Aiden Hutchinson at safety, quarterback, safety, and then a DN who went number one overall because of his freaky combine numbers. Then safety, linebacker, quarterback, receiver, safety, right? So you're just not seeing defensive ends in there other than the you know, the number one and two picks last year. 
So, but it was it was off. It was off quite a bit from where from where he actually was at the combine when he spent several months training to be as fast as he possibly could be. Right. So, uh, you know, I just uh, some of that stuff you look at and say, okay, I think they're pumping that up a little bit. To be honest oh. with you. Well, I, I I mean honestly, I, I put this on a podcast er, earlier actually, uh, Brian. So I said that if Mozzie Smith verticals forty four inches next year, I will delete my Twitter. Okay. I'll leave it out there, man. I'm going to leave it yeah. out there. It's mythical. Okay. I'm sorry. At some point, physics come into effect, right? And right. 337 pounds is not going to vertical 44 inches. I'm sorry. Right. That you're right. telling me that because isn't I'm pretty sure the combine record is like 46 and a half, and you're telling me that 44 a defensive tackle is going to do. That's what you're 300 saying. 300 plus pound defensive tackle is going to do. Yes, that. 330 plus pound. Like, that would be two inches higher than anybody at the combine last year. Yep. Highest at the combine last year was. 42 by Channing Tindall, who's a linebacker, and Tariq Woolen. I'm pretty so, sure the yeah. I'm pretty sure the combine record is like Gerald Sensabaugh at like 46 and a half or something. Let's go like D that. tackles. The highest D tackle last year was 33. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. It's inter- yeah. I mean, and, and those guys are really good athletes. I mean, Jordan Davis is 32 inches at his weight was absurd. It is absurd. Like yep. absurd. And you're telling me he's a whole foot higher? Like 12 inches is still a foot, right? I'm pretty yes. sure, right? Yes. yes. He's a whole he's a he can jump a full foot higher than Jordan Davis. They're not that far off in weight for what Jordan Davis was at the combine last year. Here's another one. Different position, but another 320 plus pounder. Tristan Wirfs, when he came out of Iowa. Yeah. He had the offensive line record. I think he was 36 or 36 and a half inches. Insane number. Right. Like didn't make any sense. You're telling me that he gin jump, what's that? Seven and a half inches yeah. higher, right? Se- se- no, more than that. Se- more than that. So 44, so it'd be six, six. Yeah, it'd be 10. Yeah, nine and a half. Yeah. So you're yeah, telling me that nuts. he can he can go almost a foot higher than Tristan Wirfs did as the highest ever of an offensive lineman. I just, yeah. nah, nah. And then also, man, Michigan's got some dudes again, man. Julian Westhoff, who's uh, yeah. been a, been a uh, special teamer during the course of his career, but he's, he's going to blow up this year, man. Christian Turner, and then I forget who else was on there, but I was just like, all right. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. Who was their fourth guy? I can't I remember who it was. Remember. I don't let's, remember. Let's look it up. Let's I was expecting one of their wide receivers to be on there, but they didn't. I thought it was going to be like the the uh, Andrell Anthony or something. But he Kenneth Grant. It. They're going to have the most athletic defensive tackle tandem in the country, apparently. Yes. Yes. Because he is a at 6'4", 360. Good. I will say this. They're going to be big. Yes. <laughs> Kenneth Grant is 6'4", 360. He ran a sub five flat. And, and the funny thing is all these numbers are coming from Jim Harbaugh, which yes. even adds more like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Sub five so. at 360 is dumb. Yeah. Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense either. That's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of what Jordan Davis did last year, which everybody was like, yeah, that's a little nuts. Now, yes. Weshoff was on the list last year at 33. Hmm. So he's now made it two years in a row. Has he actually done anything as a football player? He, he, had, a, he, had, a ha- he had a half a tackle for loss last year. Okay. All half right. As we said, sometimes you get guys who are freaky athletes and weight room guys, but they're just not football players. Yes. And he's a senior. Boy, it doesn't seem like he's a feasible a fifth-year senior. He's a 25-year-old kid too, right? Yeah, now. I, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. it doesn't seem like it was that long ago that they landed him to be completely honest with you. And yeah, they, they didn't have like they didn't have like I, wow, they didn't have Dax Hill on the list last year. That's no. an oversight. He was yeah. always a freaky athlete. 
So uh, even in high school, he was a five-star kid. So it was it was an interesting list, very very interesting list. They had Brock Bowers on there, which was I thought was interesting. He, um, mm-hmm. They kind of talked about Eric Gilbert and all those kind of guys. They said Brock uh, Brock. Um, trying to see here, see here. Word is Bowers, whose mom was an All American softball player, ran the a four four nine. That's moving for a tight end. That is really That's moving. moving. Yep. That's really moving. I'm going to see something real quick. Who did Georgia have on this list last year? And Devontae Wyatt. <clears throat> Who's a freak. Not, yep. Because I, I want to see – what I want to see is I want to see how close – because this is what I do every year, and I, I haven't had a chance to do it yet, so you guys are kind of seeing what I see normally. Uh, because you talk about who is accurate, like who is on point. So in this thing last year, they said his most impressive testing number is the 487. This is Devontae Wyatt. The 48740 he clocked this offseason. He also vertical jumped 31 inches and had a broad jump of 9-3. They were pretty close. Actually, he ran a 477 at the combine last year. So he actually got faster. His vertical is 29, 29-31. That, I mean, that's just a good day, yeah. bad day. And mm-hmm. then his broad jump was 111, which is tracks with what they provided last year. Yep. So you'd say at least with him, they were pretty accurate with, you know, with Devontae Wyatt. So I'm trying to see who else they might've had on the Georgia. Did Georgia only have one guy on the list last year? Seriously. Georgia Southern had more guys in the freaks list last year than Georgia did. Okay. How was, how was Trayvon Walker not on that list? That they had James list. Skalski on that list last year. Okay. Hold on. A second. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. They had Braxton Burmeister on the list. See, I didn't even go through them last year. I just kind of looked at the Notre Dame guys or the top guys, apparently. That's uh that's oh. that's now that's now San Diego State great Braxton Burmeister. He's been yeah. riding the uh he's been riding the Andy v- uh Vujnovich train for a while. He was also on the list last year. Who is that? I don't know who that the is. Punter from Wisconsin. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, skipped I skipped over him. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> Yeah, so it, oh, well, was, that that was that was my biggest takeaway is that Wisconsin's yeah. gonna be really good this year too. They they tied for yeah. the most on the freaks list. Yeah, tied for the most. Northwestern had a defensive end on there, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm just kind of going through this through this list, just some different guys that like Notre Dame recruited. It's kind of fun to see kind of how these guys have, have panned out athletically. Riley Moss, what kind of player is he? He's pretty so, good, right? If I remember yeah, correctly, he um I don't think he's he in the plays top twenty. His- He's going to test really well. I don't think he plays quite as fast as he, mm-hmm. but he's really instinctive, really smart, mm-hmm. good ball skills. Like everything is there from that technical perspective. But I do know he was like a crazy 110 high hurdler in high school, yeah. like 13 something. Like he can scoot, yeah. man. You were talking yesterday. We got asked a question about the most overrated and underrated players in the country. And one of the underrated players you talked about was Will McDonald, the defensive end from yes. Iowa State. Yes. He checked in at number five on this list today. So this came out today. So Ryan didn't like have a advanced Bruce isn't sending Ryan an advanced copy of his freaks list. He came in at number 12, as you had mentioned yesterday, how good of a season he had last year, 14 tackles for loss, 11 and a half sacks. They yep. talked about his vertical jump is 42 to four, three inches, and he should broad jump around 11 feet. So he was a little background on him. He was like a six, six high jumper in high school. So like okay. that probably checks out, man. He's okay. an explosive, explosive yep. dude. Yeah. It's been around for a little bit too. Uh, kids, that's kids definitely been around for a little bit. Then uh, Keely Ringo. So mm-hmm. I wanted to bring this one up for context. Cause I thought this would kind of show people. He is the number six player in this list. Bruce Feldman said, now the, 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 the size in which Keely Ringo puts up these numbers is, is freaky. Yes. Right. But I just <laughs> want to put the numbers in context. 
He said a world-class junior sprinter from Arizona who ran a 10-4-300 and a 21-18 200-meter time is a legitimate 4-3-40 guy who consistently clocks in the high 22-mile-per-hour range in the GPS. I just want to point out that Micah Bell's 100-meter time and 200-meter time are both better than that as a junior. So just to put Micah Bell's speed into context, because those numbers that they put up are, I don't care what size you are, that's moving. Yes. And what makes Keeley a potential to me in the conversation for best corner in the country is he's a good football player, but Mm -hmm. he's huge. And that's what's interesting about him and Cam Hart are the two really unique, like kind of unicorn corners this year in that they can run, but they're both tall and long. But just kind of putting Micah Bell's numbers into context there, you know, he's faster in high school than the, the number. And I, and I had read somewhere, and I don't know how true this is, because now we're talking about high school kids. But mm-hmm. somebody put a tweet out saying that Dylan Edwards, and we'll get to the Notre Dame kids you know, more uh, a little bit, but I'm kind of throwing a little teaser out there, has been clocked as high as 23 miles per hour on the, on the GPS. I don't know if I buy that, but that's – part of me wonders maybe it's true because he's got so many long touchdown runs. Yeah. Maybe. But even if you're off by a – one mile per hour, that's that's moving. Yeah, That's really, really moving. Any others that kind of stood out to you, Ryan, that you wanted to kind of discuss was, or talk about? I was going to say for a little more context on that mile per hour for a second, I'm pretty sure I've heard that that Usain Bolt clocks at like 25 point something miles per hour. Gosh. So like 23 is like, that's moving, man. Like that 22 is moving. 21, that is moving. So yeah, I mean, for me, Brian, it was just, we saw a lot of Big Ten players, so I guess the speed is coming from the Big Ten this year. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the guy that that wrote the list works for Fox, which has the Big Ten contract. I'm sure it has yes. nothing to do with that. Yes. Oh, here's a good one, though. I don't know. You, I'm sure you remember him because he was a big-time recruit. Do you remember Zach Kuntz? That went oh, yeah, tight end. Was it Penn State? Yeah. Yep. So he transferred, oh, the old, he transferred to Old Dominion, had 73 receptions last year for Old Dominion, good football player. So he is six eight and a half. 251 pounds with 35 inch arms has 10 plus inch hands. And he supposedly has run a four, five, seven, this off season, a 40 inch good. vert and a 10, eight broad jump, man. That yeah. is, if he does that, then yeah. man, I don't, I mean, how high can he go? I mean, that that's like, that's first round level numbers. Now he's had injuries. He's playing mm-hmm. old dominion. Like I get that, but like those, that's like historical numbers. That is just crazy yeah. numbers for that size. Yeah he was a kid that I, I liked coming out, but he was always a guy that was a bit more um, twitchy, like yeah. vertically mm-hmm. than he was like movement stuff. Sure. But I'm not surprised he ran a four five seven. He was a tall, long, fast kid. Arian Smith was on there, which is really interesting. And, they, and they've got Arian Smith junior numbers in track. Mm-hmm. Cause Arian Smith is an Olympic caliber sprinter. Mm-hmm. And he ran a 10, three flat was his best time in the hundred meter dash in high school. And that's really moving. Most of his numbers were very similar to Micah Bell's. He ran a 10, three, but his senior year, he ran a 10, six, five, 10, four, nine, 10, four, five, 10, three, nine, 10, five, two, 10, six, six, 10, four flat, 10, six, nine, 10, six, four. So very similar to what Micah Bell is, except he had that one time that was like a little bit better. Micah Bell's was 10, four, one as a, as a junior. I don't know where the 10-3 actually his I'm sorry, his best time that 10-3 was what he did in college. His best high school time in the 100 meter dash was a 10-4 flat. 
So Aaron Smith's a world track. His best 200-meter time is 21.46. No, I'm sorry, 21.1.29. Micah Bell's is 20.89. And Aaron Smith is a freak. So I'm just uh, I'm just kind of going on here and, and pointing out some of these guys that are known as burners. I love this kid right here from Harvard. Love, great name. Thor Griffith. Uh, I've actually seen him play a little bit, you know, because of watching him when he when watching some of his Christmas film, but he's got a great name. Here was the most absurd numbers they had on there. Tyler Harrell from Alabama. Mm -hmm. So he had a 10 yard split of it, supposedly, according to Scott Satterfield, a 10 yard split of a one for one. And they had him on the stopwatch at four one nine and he did a laser at four two four. Now. Uh, I'm kind of calling a little bit BS. They said he's 24 miles an hour on the GPS. <laughs> he talk, he's consistent. Yeah. He says at yeah. U of L, he was consistently hitting 24 miles per hour on the tent on, on, on GPS. Now we could sit here and have some fun about, Oh, I don't know if he's really that or whatever. But the fact is, even if all of those numbers are inflated, mm-hmm. he's freaking fast. <laughs> I mean, yes. there's no doubt about it. And they said the same thing last year. So I think they're basically just going off of the numbers that they gave him last year. Because it when he was on this list, he was on the list of 11 last year. He's on 43 this year. But mm-hmm. they just repeated his numbers. 419 in the 40, uh, laser 424, 10-yard split of 141, and he's hit 24 miles an hour on the list. So basically, they're still using the same times from a year ago to get mm-hmm. him on the list. There's only one Alabama kid on the list, which leads me to believe that Alabama wasn't overly cooperative with Bruce Feldman's <laughs> getting him numbers. <laughs> Is going to be my guess. Would you say that that might be inaccurate? It's, it's fair, man. It's fair. I, I got to think like Dallas Turner or Will Ant- like somebody is going to be on this list. So you would think. I mean, with how they recruit, yeah. yeah. All yeah, they had yeah. was Chris Braswell, who's the only guy on this list for this year, who uh, was the linebacker that they had. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, Tyler Harrell, you just said was on the list, right? Uh, yes, but that's for they're using his Louisville numbers. Okay, gotcha. that's what I'm saying. Like they used yeah, yeah, his yeah. numbers, and they quoted Kent uh, Coach Scott Satterfield in the article. Gotcha. So they were using the stuff from Louisville to have him on the list. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. But any other ones? I thought there was a pair of twins from Illinois on the list, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh Um, yeah, with the with the low body fat or whatever it was. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. I I saw. I was actually watching. um, It was like a Big Ten media round thing or whatever. I forget what it was, but they visited the Illinois practice, and that that kid Chase Brown, the running back, because his brother Sydney is is the safety. Chase Brown looks like a little tank, man. I'm a, yeah. I was like, whoa, brother. That I mean, yeah. that guy is impressive looking. Yeah. Another guy that I saw, Brian, that I, I know about him, but I didn't know enough about him, was Gabe Hall that plays at Baylor. Mm. He came in at like 17 on the list. So 6'6", 295 pounds. So he's a big kid. They play a 3'4". He's a 3'4 defensive end for them. Bench press, 500 pounds. Power cleans, 465 he did 750 on the deadlift and 650 on the squat. Mm-hmm. And it said in there that the BYU strength step had to stop him at 750 and 650. He's like, you're good. We, you don't need to do any more than that. Right. And also at 295, 18.2 miles per hour on the GPS. So guy can move on top of being a workout warrior, man. Like You said six, how, how big was he? 6'6", 295. And you said he was at what miles per hour? 18.2. Just to point out that they had Riley Mills down to 19.3. Yep. Yep. So yep, yep, just yep. at three pounds lighter, there was one more Notre Dame opponent on the list. We didn't talk about, and that was Rasheem mm-hmm. Ali, the running back for Marshall, who they said, uh, 30 seconds vertical broad jump at 10, very strong kid, good running back. 
He's a good running mm-hmm. back. He, he's a good he football is. player. He's one of the better running backs Notre Dame is going to face this year. Good football player. More of a yep. bigger kid, like a one-cut, good vision. I don't see big-time speed on film, but he, you do see the strength. And I, they point all the stuff they pointed out was jumping and power numbers. They didn't point out like his vertical and all that. That tracks because he's a pretty strong kid. He runs hard. Yeah. He runs hard. Explosiveness and power out of him. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. so let's have some fun looking at Notre Dame's current roster, or not? Excuse me, the current recruiting class, the 2023 mm-hmm. recruiting class. And because I do think, I do think there's a couple guys on here um, that that in the 23 class that I think we're going to see on Bruce Feldman's list down the road, barring injury. And the first two that pop off my off kind of for me are guys we've talked about. There's a couple more that I want to bring up too, and that's Mike, uh, Micah Bell and Dylan Edwards. Yes. I, I think they're both going to have really crazy GPS <laughs> numbers. And then, you know, if he's going back to high school track times, he's going to look at Micah Bell's track times and be like, okay, this kid is this kid is moving. I'll be surprised if Micah Bell's not on in the future. Like, yeah. just with the track numbers alone, but then on top of the GPS tracking stuff, like, I mean, the dude's going to move, right? Like, that's, right. An, that's an easy one. I mean, honestly – you know who else? I mean, we can't leave out Peyton Bowen, I think, is another guy that could definitely right. be on that list someday. I mean, he's a young man that we've also heard run has run in the yeah. four threes, and he's going to be a mm-hmm. little bit of a bigger guy comparative to both of those players, too. So mm-hmm. he's probably going to be 190-something, maybe 200 pounds at some point, and he's explosive on film, too. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's vertical and in broad jump yep. really good numbers, too. So you see like film. high-weight speed guy. Yeah. yeah, The jumping, the explosiveness, those things don't surprise me if you look at where he is on film. No. I think a couple other guys that I would say I'm very curious to see how they pan out. I'm Keon Keeley is a guy that I think is going to have some really crazy twitchy numbers at the next level. Uh, I think a, another guy that maybe people might not think, but Drake Bowen is an extremely athletic football player. Mm-hmm. And I could see him because they do a lot of pound for pound type of stuff, you know, and, and Drake actually put some out on Twitter the other day where he kind of took his, his, his uh, scale, mm-hmm. Brian, and they had him down at 231. That's crazy. Yeah, which is really a good size for him. So, and he's going to run fast and he moves well and the explosiveness will all be there. So, I think he's another guy that could be on this list. What about the and I think I think too there's some freshmen. I think well, anyone else from the 2023 class that you kind of look at like I I, I would throw out Charles Jagasaw as okay. one. I think cuz he's going to be I mean, he's going to be a massive kid for one, yeah. right? Like he's going to be 66 plus 320 plus pounds when it's when he's in kind of the the prime of his career at Notre Dame. And I would not be shocked if he is just going to be a weight, a weight room monster, mm-hmm. right? Like squatting a ton, deadlifting a ton. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised if he's like a sub five second, 40 yard dash guy at some yeah. point. Cause he's explosive. Yeah. Like, so he would be my guy of all the linemen outside of like Keon that I would say him. And then the only mm-hmm. other one I mentioned, I actually mentioned a little bit in the mailbag is I think if we list uh, Brendan Vernon as an interior defensive lineman, I wouldn't be shocked that that's there someday, yeah. you know, because like his numbers working inside, I think could be really impressive. What about the freshman class? I won't be shocked to see Jalen Snead on this list someday down the road <laughs> or Nolan Ziegler. I think those two kids are really crazy athletic. Like mm-hmm. I really could see both of those two guys on this list at some point in time down the road. And another guy that I think we'll see on the list at some point down the road too, according to some of the sources I have at Notre Dame before his injury, uh, Janarian Price is putting up crazy GPS numbers. Yeah, like his I, I explosiveness was like we kept seeing he's got a different gear, and I'm like, mm-hmm. now keep in mind Chris Tyree didn't practice for much of the spring, so it's not comparing him to Chris Tyree. He was he had a sprained ankle all spring, 
they're right. about, he's got a different gear from everybody else we had. And if, you know, and if you're if Lorenzo Styles is on this list and they're saying that Jaren Price has a different gear than anybody else they have on offense that was there in the spring, that's saying something. I think Jadarian Price is another guy that I think could could be a you know could be on this list. Uh, I, and and then the final one, I really think if he can put the weight on and maintain his athleticism, Emil Wagner, because sure. Emil is a really powerful like his his strength numbers are going to be insane. And he's he's really athletic, so I could see him being a thirty-five inch vertical. These are just guesses on what we see on film. I could see him being a thirty-five inch vertical guy at two ninety plus. I could mm-hmm. see him, you know, having pretty good GPS times for a big guy. Although it'll be harder to measure that because linemen just don't run long, you know, long sprints enough to where you can really measure that. Right. And because the GPS stuff is not, you're not having a guy run a hundred, you know, forty yard dash and then also measuring his GPS. The GPS numbers come from actual practice mm-hmm. in game. So like you have the, they have the the monitors on as like their equipment and they monitor their GPS and that's how you measure it. So like that's why you see a lot of receivers and running backs because it's it's when you get those long, you know, straight line runs where you see the the numbers. Receivers running post routes and go routes once they hit that, you know, that straightaway kind of thing. So that's why you see it more from them then you see it from some of the other guys, but like they had one for Riley Mills. They had one for Isaiah Foskey last year. So you'll still see it yeah. from some of those guys, but uh, you know, he's a, he's a guy to me that I think could be on that. Emil Wagner, if he can maintain the the athleticism he has now as he mm-hmm. gains weight could be a guy. And then, I mean, we, we joke about the, the 10 yard split time, <laughs> but in all seriousness, it won't shock me to see Eli Raritan on this list down the road either. He's like, going to be a massive take, kid. Take, like yeah. we have fun with the 10 yard split thing. That's just more of just the absurdity of that particular time. But the one thing is, is we're not making fun of him because he's not athletic or explosive. He is a freaky athlete. Yes. It's just that 10-yard split time is a little bit absurd. But he'll be on that list, I think. Because the other thing he's, about he's a good football player. Yes. And so he'll get that recognition as well because he's a good football player. He's a guy that I can see on that list as well. Yeah, I, and that, that's another key point is that you – I mean, for the most part, there's a, there's always like a, a guy that doesn't really fit into the criteria, but like a lot of good football players on that list, right? Like that's right. kind of where you get that notoriety from right. and that name recognition. Uh, a sleeper for you in the freshman class, mm-hmm. Tyson Ford. Okay. One that I would throw out as a sleeper because I would guess as he continues to get bigger, I think he's going to be an interior guy long term, right? Because he's already 70 something. Yeah. yeah. Or if he stays at end, he's going to look a lot more like Riley Mills than he did Khalid Kareem. Sure. Size wise. Right. Yeah, I think I think yeah. the point that I was trying to make is that like he's going to be 290 pounds. Right, think, and that's that's seven. what I was trying to kind of right. get to. It's not so much the position, but he's going to be a 200. He's already 275, and, and he moves really like he's a really good change of direction yeah. guy. So I can imagine him having just like a stupid three cone yeah. for a guy his size. You know, yeah. like just a different, a crazy number for that in that department. Yeah, there's some young guys on this roster and in the upcoming recruiting class that are different different type of dudes athletically there really are and i'm looking forward to seeing how they how they progress it's gonna like yep. i'm looking forward to the day when we see these lists like oh four notre dame guys oh they they don't have this guy they don't have that guy you know like i mean that uh, kind of happened on this one though we're like oh what happened to the two guys from last right. year right but at least they were on there last year at least they were sure. on there last year though that's that's my sure. thing but uh and then of course chris tyree which we didn't we didn't talk about was on you know a lot but he was on that list He's a he's one of the more explosive running backs in the country, and more explosive mm-hmm. players in the country, and just the hope is you know, fingers crossed that he can stay healthy because now you're talking about you have multiple guys and look, I'm another guy on the current roster that I think we could see on there is if, is, is Tyler Buckner. 
That's good Just one. because how often do you have quarterbacks that are going to be low 4-6, high 4-5 guys that are you know going to have some of those things? So I'd be curious to see what his testing numbers are next year once he gets another year under his belt in the weight room. I think he's a guy that could potentially be on there. They didn't really have any quarterbacks on the list, did they? I'm no. Think of they haven't. No, they, they had one last year. Yeah. But uh, I don't see any this year. I'm, I was looking through the list. So they see. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I don't can't think of any. Oh, Anthony Richardson is the only quarterback on the list. Yeah. Well, he deserves to be on that list. He is yeah. a freaky athlete. Yeah. 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 They said he's 6'4, 238. He's run a 4'4 flat and can throw a football <laughs> 75 yards. Uh, Richardson cleans 325 pounds and squatted 500 this offseason. Okay. I mean, yeah. maybe, I mean, if he's 238 and ran 4 4 flat, then yep, sure. You should be on the mm-hmm. list. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yeah. 100%. 10% body fat. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I did just see, I did just see a video of him just kind of moving around stuff. And dude is yeah. a freak, man. If he, if no, he's he, if a freaky he's athlete. Close. It's just the stuff about him being a high draft pick. It's like, can we let him, like, I don't know, look let competent as a passer first? Let him play. Yeah. Exactly. Because when he was on the field last year as a quarterback, like the athletic part, yeah, tracks. It tracks. Mm-hmm. But he's got a long – I mean, kid threw six touchdowns and five interceptions last year, and it was his, what, second year on campus? Yes. You know, like he's thrown – let's see. In, in his career so far, he's thrown uh, – why is – there we go. It's lo- loading a little bit slow. But he's thrown – what did he throw, like 85 passes last year, Ryan? Something like that. Yeah, Okay, this like that. Uh, dumb website just froze up on me. But – so, and he threw six in 2020. Yeah. So he's thrown six interceptions and in, in less than a hundred passes in his career. Mm-hmm. Right. So my whole thing is he may end up being a star, but like let's pump the brakes a little bit on that. He's got no, I'm sorry, I was wrong. He threw 64 passes last year and six as a freshman, which means hold on a second. He threw two as a freshman. He's thrown 66 passes in his career. Yep. And he's thrown six interceptions and 70 attempts. It drives me crazy, man. The the NFL draft community on Twitter, which which I do love dearly, mm-hmm. but they, I mean, I've I've seen like second round grades on Anthony Richardson. I'm just I've like, seen what, him as in a what top film. Are you, dude? I've seen him in the top ten in a mock, some mock drafts from like websites that are like not like who the heck is that guy? Like I have you his know, name. Like, I have his name on a list to keep to track of, right? But like, athletically, you, you, you cannot not have him on the list. Sure. Right, you can't. Like, you just can't. You can't grade a kid that has only thrown sixty six passes. In his and career. like, it's just not. Yeah, he's thrown sixty six passes, and six of them have been intercepted. Like, come on, like you know, that's just yeah, that's some nuts. And then what he started, he started against Georgia. Yep, and he shouldn't have. That was unfair to him. Like, sure that's was. the first start you're going to give that kid is against Georgia seriously, and then not play him the rest of the year. Like that was dumb. But he went 12 of 20 for 82 yards and zero touchdowns, two interceptions. You know, so like I said, athletically, I'm putting the kid on there. Size, big arm and all that. But, man, you know, come on now. You know, so uh, anyway. We'll have to see how how he how he pans out. But, yeah, no no quarterbacks last year. Was Ritter the only quarterback last year? Braxton Burmeister, you said. That's right. That's right. How is he not on? He's back. I know, right? Baby, let's go. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, you had Malik Willis was on the list last year. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, you had Desmond Ritter was on the list last year. Stone Smart from Old Dominion, so like tight, he was on the list last year. NFL yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Luke Doty was on the list last year. He's and back. then Braxton Burmeister. So five quarterbacks were on the list last year. Only one this year. So Crazy. 
Yeah, interesting, interesting. So that's going to do it for this port part of the show. We are going to dive into a mailbag next, so don't leave just yet. But before we transition to the mailbag, I would ask that all of you are would give us a like on this show, subscribe to our channel, hit that notification bell, and share this podcast. 